0: Welcome to the Meach Show podcast, Guidelines to Get Up Off the Sidelines. I am your host, Meach, and I am so, so happy and excited to share with you today my friend, Kalik Barnes. Welcome.
1: You're welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Glad to be here.
0: Thank you for coming. So, tell us a little bit about what you do.
1: Uh, so, first, I'll tell you about myself. Okay. Uh, because what I do is just build relationships, okay. right? So, often I'm just meeting someone uh in the world right and just saying hey i'm colleague uh necessarily not telling them my life story but to tell the folks a bit about where i come from i come from brooklyn new york Mm -hmm. Uh, moved to georgia when i was 12 Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was a blessing in disguise coming from that city life that fast pace uh that stubborn bullheadedness of knowing exactly where you're supposed to be Mm -hmm. uh, or feeling like you know exactly where you're supposed to be right and then come into a place to where you got to slow down completely Uh, in which I had to really reflect on not only myself, but just life, right? Like what I wanted to do. I had new opportunities with sports and uh, luckily was able to get a scholarship to play football.
0: Oh, wow. Um, What school did you go to?
1: Appalachian State.
0: Wow, I didn't know that. Appalachian
1: State, yep. Up in Boone, North Carolina. If you haven't been, uh, definitely go to Boone, North Carolina.
0: Yeah, you highly Um, suggest this as a travel I highly (laughs) suggest
1: it. Only the visit, though. Only the visit.
0: Okay, okay. Uh,
1: Unless you want to be up there for night and and the snow. But uh, but it was a great time. Uh, That led me to, you know, uh, I was a biology major my freshman year. Mm. So I I used to want to be an anesthesiologist. Um, I knew I wanted to make money. That was the biggest thing. Is I, yeah. knew I wanted to make money. I knew that they made money. Uh, my coach told me. He said, "Hey, if you wanted to be a scientist, you should have went to Georgia Tech." Um, so <laughs> you that got a led Mr. me. Mark
0: there. <laughs> yeah, that switched my.
1: I ended up switching my major like probably the next two weeks because I was very avid about competing um, up there. So switched to marketing. Um, fast forward to now, did nothing in marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Like I was just like I ended up serving tables. Uh, was at a very prominent restaurant here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, i not sure if I can plug them or not. You can. You, know, you okay, can plug them. Chops the steakhouse. Everything.
0: Oh, you're making good server yeah, money. i
1: <laughs> I was making some great money. I was making, you know, a thousand a week at least. Yeah. I'm working three days a week. And my good friend of mine, uh, Casey Morris, and I'm always going to shout Casey out. because Absolutely. He, he brought the real question to me and said, hey, well, you have these aspirations. You know, you're a very well-mannered person. You want to do great things. But how are you going to fund those ideas? Mm. Um, and that was a real question. You know, coming from where I come from, I, I don't know many people that have just the money to I, I could just call up and be like, hey, uh, can you throw me a million? Yeah, you and me both. I'll, I'll get it back <laughs> to you, right? Um, but nonetheless, you know, that led me just into getting into the career mode of, of life. Yeah. Um, and he said, hey, come take this financial services interview. See what you think about it. Um, it was a match made in heaven. My CEO mentioned to me that I could create... Uh, not only independence for myself, but a ton of income, mm-hmm. of course. But he said the income, I don't want you to think about that because uh, more so just the impact, right? The impact of helping people, and that's what it, That's really my mainstay
0: uh, yeah. in life
1: is just to be able to help people. Yeah. Um, so you asked about what I do. Um, I help people.
0: Yeah. So, yes. And I can tell you're passionate about that. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I, um, I say this often whenever your name is brought up from the moment we met. You, you were helpful thank you I really you were that. helpful you <laughs> were like look and i was all in and we were at networking <laughs> events so i did have a drink in my hand but <laughs> i was all in i was ready to learn you know and i appreciate that i really really do thank and you. that spreads far and wide whenever your thank name you. is mentioned thank you definitely help people is what we think right absolutely so,
1: thank you i appreciate that
0: this was your first time taking an interest in finance right was, yes. was when you got the interview
1: yes when i got the interview um Again, I was like, be my own boss, and I can make as, again, you know, my thing is I wanted to make money. I didn't want to, I always let people know, and my my younger brothers know, my family, I'm the biggest advocate for my time. Mm -hmm. You know, I waste enough of my own time. I don't want someone else wasting my time, too. No, that's right. Um, And so, with that being said, I just wanted to direct my energies and efforts towards a career that I felt would be the best bang for my buck, so to say. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was just, again, that match made in heaven. And it was a very tough, I mean, it's, financial planning is not easy. Yeah. Um, It's not hard, but I think people can make it hard. And that's what's the tough part about it.
0: Yeah. But all your skills still came together perfectly Mm -hmm. because the marketing, the serving, you know what I mean? Like that comes together still perfectly under what you do. So it's still divine. It absolutely Mm -hmm. is divine.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: So... What is the importance of financial planning? Why is it important for all of us?
1: Um, Because you can far out, or exceed your plan if you have a financial plan in place. Mm -hmm. So you can do a great job by yourself. um, And don't get me wrong, plenty of people do a wonderful job with planning on their own, but um, you will far exceed the planning that you do on your own if you have a financial plan in place.
0: Okay, Um, so what does that look like?
1: Um, so what we like to do uh, at Capstone Financial is start with the basics, right? Some of those things we don't even get paid for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll explain exactly how I get paid uh, whenever you're ready for that. But yeah. um, the basics are like estate planning, right? Making sure that someone has the essential documents in place uh, so that if the worst happens or if something happens, a life-changing event, they have everything in place to you know, move as needed. right? Yeah. Uh, Most people don't realize that we all have a will, naturally, um, Mm -hmm. in the state of Georgia. Um, It's called uh, dying intestate. Mm -hmm. Um, But that just means that your will now, or your assets now go to probate. Oh. So uh, the courts get to decide, which typically it takes anywhere from two to five years. Yeah. um, And deciding where those assets go. So um, you might hear of, like, uh, celebrities saying, like, their estate was settled. Yeah. Uh, I believe Prince might have just had his estate settled. Oh, not wow. Sure. i don't want to speak on it. Yeah, on yeah, I yeah. think so, so. Officially, but. Yeah. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that you'll, and that's years after his passing, yeah. right? And that's just because it has to go through the court system. The court has to decide, you know, who has their claim to the money as well mm-hmm. um, and what's valuable and, or, you know, what's a viable claim and what's not.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so we don't want to wait to the last minute because you, you, you can't expect the unexpected. I mean, I guess you can if you're prepared, but you never know when it's coming. So I would hate. For all my assets to be tied up, especially here in Georgia, none of my family's here. Exactly. None of the people that I want to benefit from, you know, anything I've built is here Mm -hmm. in Georgia.
1: Very much so. And I would even say, Brittany, to that point is that, you know, not just about passing down the assets, right? But Mm -hmm. let's just say, God forbid, someone's incapacitated, Um, you know, a health care directive is right along the lines of, of that will and like i said healthcare directive and power of attorney because we want to make sure that not only can we pass down the assets but can we make a financial decision or can we make on your behalf or can we make a health decision Mm. on your behalf and the answer is without that documentation no um so you know you can have a family member um you know won't share the name but just for purposes of knowing how real it can get Mm -hmm. um one of uh my colleagues Essentially, his mother had, you know, was incapacitated and, you know, it was a family split because half the family wanted them to revive her. But he remembers specifically that she had a DNR on her will. Mm-hmm. Right. So don't revive. Do not revive. Yeah. Anymore. And the family was like, well, you're trying to kill mom.
0: Of course. He's like, out. no, she doesn't this want what to be she revived. Wanted. This yeah. is what she
1: wanted. So if without that documentation, they could still be a tiff or a riff because you know it, it was just emotion
0: yeah right? and that's what it is and i've seen that a lot like i've seen that in other people's family in my own family when it comes to that point mm-hmm. and i have heard some of my family members say i don't want to suffer so if it gets to that point let me, let me go but other like you said emotional family members like i can't let you go like yeah. I, and feels like it's something like they're doing mm-hmm. like to hold on to you you know what i mean and mm-hmm. And it's caused permanent divides in families. You know, people that never speak again
1: yeah. because of this.
0: But you're saying that we can set this in place so that.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't. It's not very expensive. Mm. Not very expensive at all. I have estate planning attorneys that I'll be happy to connect anyone with. But five hundred bucks to get something in place for the rest of your life.
0: Yeah, and you um, know what's going to happen.
1: Yes, and as life changes, of course, and as assets grow, you want to make changes to those documents mm-hmm. as as necessary. But it's something that you can have in the peace of uh, the peace of mind, and to know like, hey, I'm taking care of documentation wise.
0: Yeah, in this um, in this aspect, I like that. Okay, so that's a great place to start.
1: Yes, and yeah. the next thing is, you know, of course, retirement, right? You mm-hmm. know, a lot of my clients they come to me and say, hey, you know, colleague, I've done a great job with growing my assets. I've done a great job with making money. Um, but how does it affect me you know, 10, 15, 20 years on the road at age 65, whatever the case, until I get there? Um, I've even got some clients that retire uh, (laughs) once a month, you know, believe it or not. So they're doing well enough to be able to take time off to, you know, take a hiatus. Okay. um, Because they felt it was... I like that. I I I love that idea. That's awesome. (laughs) Wait a minute now. (laughs) Uh, They felt like it was better for their mental and their production. So it was like, you know, you just see all these different things and you hear all these ideas, but ultimately, at the end of the day, no one wants to run out of money. I know. Um, No one wants to run out of money when they need it. Um, No one wants to run out of money... Um, when they're, you know, maybe not need it, but, like, maybe retirement's right there, and they, you know, maybe want to take a step back from working. Um, the saddest thing I see, Britt, and you no know, knock on anything, is to see someone my grandparents' age um, working
0: yeah. in a
1: capacity that they probably shouldn't yeah. if they had just, you know, focused on it a little earlier. Yeah. Um, so that's why I say it doesn't matter how young you are. Um, it doesn't matter how old you are, either, because it's never too late to start. And
0: it's never too early. It's never too early. Yeah.
1: Um, so, I talk to my younger brothers now they're 18 22 like hey start thinking about you know putting aside savings and not just savings because that's just surface level yeah right just knowing that there's a different side to it there's yeah. an older you that's going to appreciate that
0: yeah and let it actually letting some money grow somewhere for me what really what really affects me is seeing my grandmother like live on a fixed income mm-hmm. you know she's 91 she worked a long time mm-hmm. she she she's worked amazing. really hard and mm-hmm she lives on a fixed income, like just whatever is left from that. And then they say by the time that we're, of age, there won't even be Social Security.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's just like, you know, of course, the, the great projection, but, but right. Know, at the end of the day, I think that if you do the proper planning early enough, you
0: will not have to worry about it or count to, on it.
1: Exactly. It'll just be another asset that you can either use or not use if you don't have to.
0: Okay, so estate planning, uh-huh.
1: estate planning retirement, retirement, asset management also ties into retirement planning because someone might say, hey, I have a 401k mm-hmm. um, or I have an IRA or I have a Roth or I have something that I started maybe younger or with a company Mm-hmm. Um, how does it make sense for me right now? Um, and we'll say, hey, well, let's look at that and audit it um, and make sure that you're aligned with your risk appetite and also with the time horizon that you have um, to draw those set assets, right? Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, we grow money with the best of them. You know, that, you know that's what you want to do as a young individual. And even as somebody that's older, uh, you want to grow your wealth. But... Um, You want to have your assets also located in the right spot, right? Because if you're getting taxed on capital gains and uh, because your asset pays a dividend and now you're getting hit on a dividend tax. I mean, it's just so many different ways you can get hit by the, you know, by the IRS if you're not protecting yourself. Yeah. um, With the proper location of those assets, mm. um, and that's why I say asset lo- asset management is you know it's great you got to build them, but they also have to be located in the right right spots.
0: Yeah, so that um, is actually beneficial, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um, and the next thing I would say is educational planning. Uh-huh. Um, so for my clients that have uh, kids or um, grandkids, whatever the case, maybe student loan debt of their own, um, we just attack it in whatever manner that makes the most sense. Um, I've got clients, for my wealthier clients, they're like, hey, I can pay off all of my student loan debt now. And a you lot of times know. we're now like, that doesn't make sense. only because there are things to do planning-wise to get you a better return. Mm-hmm. To have so, the ability to pay those ass, or those student loans uh, off, you know, two, three years, four years, five years on down the road. Down the line, versus, and it Exactly. Pour
0: 80,000 into this now. Exactly. Yeah. Now
1: you're making a profit off of just waiting a few years versus having you know, paid it off and being back at square zero. Yeah. Um, and so the next thing I would say uh, is risk management. Okay. Um, insurance, uh, I hate, I mean, I love doing insurances, but it gives uh, what I do such a bad name because uh, many individuals have a bad experience with just insurance companies. Yeah. Um, it's really apples to apples, but at the same time, some apples you ain't gonna eat, right? Right, right. Um, you know, but at the same time, we help protect people's incomes. Mm-hmm. Um, we help protect their businesses, um, and just any personal liabilities that they might have um, that could draw from their income and their personal financial portfolio. Yeah. Um, just protecting them. Yeah. Um, like things like umbrella insurance. Okay. Like I talk to so- people. They're like, I don't even know what umbrella insurance yeah, is.
0: Yeah, neither. Like, <laughs> right. Um,
1: but that's just something that you know. Let's just say you know, 285 is it was deemed one of the busiest highways. Uh, I think it was the year 2020, might still be
0: mm-hmm. um, in the country, mm-hmm.
1: right? So that just means that there are a constant flow of people on that highway. Let's just say if someone gets into a car accident, but they don't have any umbrella insurance, but they're worth a couple of million, um, the person that they hit not only needs traditional care, but they need long-term care mm. because they're hurt for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so now they are just going to go over the policy limit, right? Because mm. the policy limits typically aren't going to pay more than a certain amount. Yeah. Now they can come towards your personal assets. Yep. And so what we tell our clients is to hey have some low hanging fruit there. Go get an umbrella insurance policy from your um auto auto provider. Yeah. Um and say hey, it could be your progressives, your whoever you uh use for your car. Um it's ten bucks a month, 10 15 maybe twenty bucks a month to get a million dollars.
0: Yeah, so that, that way they're not insurance. coming after
1: Exactly. So everything. if you have real assets, Umbrella umbrella insurance policies are a must. Yeah. It's a must because we don't want them to come after, again, your assets. We're trying to protect you, put a cocoon around you as a person.
0: Yeah. Um, to say if like...
1: something happens to you, you're going to be fine.
0: From every angle. You guys think of everything.
1: Everything. And I hate to sound so vague.
0: <laughs> no, but, no. like um,
1: That's often what brings us... Clients, Because someone says, hey, I didn't even realize I could do this.
0: I didn't even know this was an option. I didn't even think of this as a possibility Mm -hmm. that it could happen.
1: Yes. And that's why I say is, you know, I can do insurance. I can do assets. Mm -hmm. Um, But I want to give you a plan, right? You might have an asset manager. You might have an advisor in that realm. You might have somebody who gave you... The right amount of insurance, because that's another question: is how'd you get to the number of insurance? Like, mm-hmm. how'd you choose the amount? Mm-hmm. A lot of people just say, "Hey, that sounded like a good number." So I went with so it. So I went with it. I'm right? one of those people. <laughs> exactly. Well, Sounds good. There's like- nothing's wrong with that. You know, nothing's <laughs> wrong with that at all. But it's just like again, you might be overinsured or you might be grossly underinsured mm. based off of what you're bringing in, right? Yeah. You know, so you might be paying way more than you need to you know or something like again you might you just don't want to get to a spot of only having one or two options mm-hmm. uh, anytime i tell brit um i tell my clients this all the time is anytime i've ever not enjoyed something is when i've only had one or two options
0: mm. <laughs> like, wow i like that <laughs>
1: i mean i want to be able to choose you yeah. know uh and not having a choice sometimes makes a difference those
0: limited um, options it
1: does um, yeah um, and so move on to the next thing, I would say a lot of my clients are in the phase of owning a business and needing corporate structure. Okay. Um, so they say, hey colleague, I've created an LLC um, or S Corp, C Corp, whatever the case, um, mm-hmm. a business entity of some sorts. And I just wanna make sure that it's structured in the proper way that I can get the most tax benefits um, in terms of you know, tax write-offs, mm-hmm. um, expensable, actions things like that like i just want to make sure that i'm on track we're not a cpa yeah um but i work very closely with your cpa to make sure that everything we're bringing to the table is legal yeah because we have to we're so highly regulated and that's again you want to make sure that you're working with someone who's regulated because if you're not and they take all of your money they just took your money and now you're out of it yeah you know so and that's just the the bad side of it but um as far as corporate structure, what we'll do is, you know, something like a deferred comp plan if someone needs it um, mm-hmm. just to create that um, golden handcuff of sorts. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's just say if you don't want to lose one of your key people, okay. you want to keep them there for five, 10, 15 plus years. Business owners come to me and say, hey, colleague, what can you put on the table that makes it the most enticing opportunity so that they, they, they won't get headhunted, so that they won't leave for benefits. Yeah. Um, and what we see are seeing today in 2022, it's a benefits game. It is. Um, If I can get better benefits, but maybe $10,000 less a year, I still get good benefits. I'm going to go with the good benefits, right? Especially if it's, you know, going to cost me less in in terms of providing insurance for myself.
0: Mm -hmm. Especially um, millennials, you know, yes we're not trying to get the Rolex. We're not no. trying to stay twenty-five some years. Of <laughs> uh, some of us are, <laughs> yeah. but like I've seen that some of <laughs> was the goal. That mm-hmm. was the goal of everyone, you mm-hmm. know. Let's say a few decades back. Now we like they pay more, or the yeah. benefits better over there. Exactly. I see y'all. I like exactly. y'all, but, but I see y'all.
1: <laughs> and I would even attest that to the entrepreneurial mindset to know mm. that you can spend your time doing something on the side and. You know that could be your mainstay
0: yeah
1: um and to, to know that the traditional nine to five isn't what makes sense all of the time mm-hmm. you know, for everyone for everyone it still serves its purpose it does um but it may not make sense for everyone at yeah. certain points right yeah um don't get me wrong i've had a plenty of nine to five Look, get, you know what i mean me I, too i uh and I, I respect I, it <laughs> right
0: and i think it's purposeful <laughs>
1: (laughs) absolutely and for
0: someone it might be their thing because if we're all entrepreneurs who gonna work for us exactly who's gonna work at our corporations and our and you know our businesses so I definitely I value it I have one right now and you know it's doing what it needs to do it's doing exactly what I need to do yes yes yeah
1: I served tables while I did this yeah I served before, too. Really? Mm -hmm. You used
0: to serve at? Yeah, I used to serve at um, the Commerce Club. You ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like um, a members-only type club here in Atlanta, Social Club. That's awesome. That was my first server job. (laughs) I used to bartend there. Um, I used to serve at... Flying biscuit. Mm-hmm. I used to serve at I Benihana. Love, I love their grits, by the their way. Grits. That's how I make my grits. <laughs> really? I took the recipe, I stole it. Really? And that's how I make my right, grits. You can't out. be saying that <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, oh, right, right, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I no,
1: did no, A no, copycat.
0: No, a copycat.
1: Yeah, no, no. Um, you just, uh, <laughs> imitation, imitation. <laughs> uh, no, but. The cheese
0: is different, right? Um, yeah. I served at Benihana. That was like the most ghetto experience I've ever had. The one here in Buckhead <laughs> yeah. or the one over in Buckhead. Oh, my God. Yes. But it takes a certain type of personality. You've meet some cool people serving you do you do you, you some hear husbands. some great
1: you hear some great uh, conversations too mm-hmm. i've heard man you i mean i'm sure you could attest to that like you just learn people's life stories oh god as a server so
0: and you get really um, inspired working at the commerce club inspired me so much mm-hmm. like you know a lot of people who are movers and shakers and really I had a lot of wealth i'm like yeah. I'm like right here and just listening to what they're talking about yeah and they were talking over my head but i was listening
1: no for sure i mean well <laughs> I, for so for instance just to piggyback on that what led me even to wanting to want more money right was mm-hmm. i used to valet mm-hmm. um at this place called park place on peach street mm-hmm. and i don't know if i can disclose who all lives there and stuff like that. <laughs> right so, like, i was valeting for like frank holder elton john um you name it like in terms of Old money in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about money on buildings and people who are funding that. Yeah, uh, those projects. So, it just led me to realize that the wealthiest people don't show their wealth. No, you know, not all of them. Some of them Some have of a good them time. Do. <laughs> but the real
0: money's not loud, is it?
1: It's not, and that's something that led me to you know wanting to help people, right? Mm-hmm. Because everything I've learned has just been to make money, put it into savings. And, you know, get a nice car, get a nice house and get those things as fast as you can. Um, Yeah. And I think just how life works is just if you want something, you put it into the air, kind of leads you to that. Um, So I was able to learn, you know, not the rules of the game, but like somewhat what makes sense. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. You want to have a ton of money, but you don't want to just have it sitting there. Yeah. You know, I never knew beforehand to not hold more than six months of savings in a bank account, right? Or even that a bank only will uh, insure so FD, much FDIC money. insured, right? $250,000, yeah.
0: yeah, that's it. Well, uh,
1: but, what about the
0: rest of our money? Uh, right?
1: But even that, <laughs> it's like, do you even need that much money? In the bank, right? Mm-hmm. Because you only get in a certain interest rate
0: on it, yeah. And so, so what else do you do with it?
1: Exactly. And so, what we like to do is we call it an arbitrage. Mm-hmm. Um, we just want our clients to make money on their money, yeah. right? Like we don't want your money just sitting there if it, if it doesn't have to be. Of course, you do want liquid liquidity, um, but you don't want to just sit on cash. Yeah. Um, so.
0: And that's something we don't know. You know.
1: Exactly. It looks the same. Feels the same. Counts the same. In terms of buying power though, like, you, like we were you know, briefly touching on earlier, mm-hmm. inflation, is out, inflation is outpacing a lot of things. So if your money's not put into a vehicle where you're gonna outpace inflation, where the market's gonna outpace inflation, yes, but you also have downturns in the market. Yeah. So <laughs> with that being said, you know, it's kind of flipping the coin as to you know, what you're gonna get back from it. Yeah. And so that's why we always say, what would you consider a great return on your safe money?
0: Mm. The safe
1: money being like your bank money. Right? Yeah. What would you consider a good return?
0: What about like calculated risks? Like, do you help with like, this is money. If okay, I got my safe money, but this is money I could stand to lose. Do you help your clients with like what you should do with this money? You could stand to lose, but you want to make more money from it.
1: Yes. Well, that's exactly what we try to get to. We mm-hmm. try to get to that number is to say, what can you really like cash flows yeah right what's coming in what's going out um how much do you truly need to live on mm-hmm. you know per month yeah um because you'll start to see that some some of those things like are actual needs and some people have no margin to do anything else yeah and they might have aspirations to do those things and that's why it's good to meet with a planner because you don't want to overexhaust yourself yeah and then realize 6 months in hey I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And now you're back at square zero and with not less money. Not even one. With less money, right? <laughs> square square no, zero. No, not square one. You're back at square zero because you got less money now, right? Right. It's like, you can't be back at square one with less. Uh, but at the end of the day, we just want to put you in a position of flexibility and power, right? So yeah. just to say, you know, Kali cannot do this yes and that right? yeah does
0: like, this make sense does, does it make sense why?
1: exactly yes and that or no and this yeah. or just like hey let's hold off on it it doesn't make sense just yet yeah. um so like for instance i had a client come to me and said hey i want to start a trust or you know get into trust planning mm-hmm. we were like well do you know that trusts are taxed at a higher rate so like if you have anything that's income producing in a trust you're going to get that trust rate mm-hmm. on tax. like so you could be, you know, putting yourself at a default, essentially, just by having it in the trust. Mm. So just knowing, again, the basics of what you're trying to accomplish versus what you have to accomplish that and said time frame and time horizons to accomplish those goals. it Those that that's it's pivotal. Yeah. Right? And being real with yourself about those. things.
0: Absolutely. Because a lot of us don't know, you know, even to get in the game where you're making money, that's mm. huge, especially like I think about coming from where I, from where I come from. You know, like you said, I don't have any family I could call. Can I get a meal? Can I get ten thousand? Can I get a (laughs) thousand? I don't have that. I get twenty dollars. Okay, I get twenty (laughs) dollars. I don't have that in my family, you know, so I will be the first wealthy person in my family But because of that, there's a lot I don't know, you know, Mm -hmm. like I don't know where the money should go or what I should be doing with it or if it's taxed or how Mm -hmm. much like so I think this is really essential. This is really important.
1: I agree. I agree. And you know what? Um, You are on your way a thousand percent. Thank you. Um, And I love that you said that you will be because you absolutely a thousand Mm -hmm. percent will be. You have to speak it into.
0: Oh, I will be. That's why I left. I left Um, with that in (laughs) mind.
1: Absolutely. And you know what? You're building a conglomerate of friends and a network of of friends to, to help get you there oh yeah um, and to keep you there right the
0: conversation is so different it's oh god there. it's so different i'm
1: telling you right and then, you know what i always say you know people say your network is your net worth and yeah like you know but i always say you know who's willing to refer you in that network is your net worth okay because you can know a ton of rich people yeah but if none of them are willing to refer you as a source of resources or a source of just being a connection or a great great person hmm Then Then it's useless. You're back at square zero. (laughs) It's
0: no longer square one. You know, that's my favorite thing, though, about Atlanta, especially in, like, some of the circles that we both are in. Mm -hmm. I love that about Atlanta. Atlanta has this, like... It's like it pushes you. It pushes us to the forefront. It 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 recommends you. I love it. It just it gives me so much life. Like we recommend you if if I think of someone who needs something Mm -hmm. similar to what you do, Mm -hmm. I will make sure that they are coming your way, you know, and we we intentionally support each other in this way that mm-hmm. I've never seen before. You know, I come yeah. from like a very crabs in a bucket type thing. And you know, it is what it is, mm-hmm. but I never had that mentality. So when I got here, mm-hmm. I was like, this is, I like you this, thrive. this is refreshing, this yes. is nice. Yes. You know, it felt so good. And I, I love, 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 love that. But like you said, that, mm-hmm. that, that, that speaks back to your network. You know, mm-hmm. people who are willing to refer you mm-hmm. and put you in front of,
1: that person yeah. that they know will benefit you in
0: business because yes. they might
1: not be able to help you but I can refer I know you to somebody
0: who can exactly
1: and so you might know me but I don't want to refer you to that person you know so it's like yeah. I love the saying of that but there's always a, a next step right? Yeah, um, just like the saying says you know you reach one mountaintop and it's the base of another so I, I love that when I yeah. saw that I was like that's so motivational because it's like it's you might true. think I've reached this level of success but it's like there's real money out there's here that more. we don't even know you know what I mean <laughs> I have um, a saying
0: like that that I like, too. It's like, um, you know, in, in this pond, you're the big fish. But you yeah. in another pond, there's you're a the pond. little fish. Yeah. And there's bigger fish. And, you know, that, that motivates me because, like, there means there, there's more. There's more to learn. Yeah. There's more to do. There's more to accomplish. There's more people to meet. There there's is. more. So there's even at your top. Mm-hmm. To whoever, you know, mm-hmm. that's just what objective. Is that the word?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And I would even say to that, you know, reaching the pinnacle. So when my clients have say, hey, colleague, I reached success. Right. What do I do now? Like my money? I've got my directives. I've got, you know, my estate plan. I've gotten the insurances, my assets. There's nothing else I can do. Mm-hmm. Well, charitable giving. Right. Yep. Now we start playing chess with the charitable giving side of things to make sure, okay, well, let's establish a trust now. So now we can do these things to make sure that you never run out of money, right? Um, So that this is working on the back end and it's not producing income now, but when you need it, it can.
0: It will, yeah.
1: It it can if you need it.
0: If you need it, yeah. If
1: you need it, right? So it's just about being, you know, paying it forward. Yeah. Right? Um, And and leaving a a proper legacy and um, realizing that you can not only change your life, but, you know, generational... You know, may create generational wealth through, through your planning.
0: So. Yeah, and that's, like, the goal for a lot of people, I know. But they say that as good as it feels to have money, it does feel good. You'll buy nice stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that feels good. Mm-hmm. But what feels the best is giving it away.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I can... To some people, that, that sounds crazy. Is that why Magic crazy? City makes
1: so much money? I'm <laughs> just joking. I'm just joking. No, no it's
0: the wings. It's no, the wings. It
1: is the wings. It's <laughs> pepper. It is. It is. No, but that's it's something
0: about giving it away. I mean, even what pushes me is having enough wealth to change the trajectory of my family like I can see myself clearly redoing homes of people in my family putting people through college funding businesses of people in my family I can see it so clearly Mm -hmm. and what pushes me most is thinking about giving it away and I never thought about that yeah
1: that's that's powerful though that's powerful because it's not just for you anymore it's for someone else and I think it gives you that like you said the extra push
0: the bigger meaning
1: it does it really does um And so for myself, why I do it, Mm -hmm. um, for myself, my family, um, and like you said, creating that level of Cushion and success for myself to where we don't go back to. We
0: don't have to go back.
1: We don't have to go back, right? It's like, oh my gosh, I've been there long enough. I don't want to go there. I did it. You know?
0: I can't eat another Raymond noodle. Right? No, I, I, I don't. I still day, got some sitting in
1: my, my I closet. Can't I can't, can't touch them. Things. Do it. I, I
0: ate, ate too, away from too things, so
1: many. High salt. It's not good for you. <laughs> high salt. It's <laughs> I not I good can't can't for you.
0: Do it. I don't even like going to get ramen with my friends. I'm like, this right? is just, this just oodles See, and noodles. noodles. It's just oodles and
1: noodles. What you mean? You know, but you know, at some We got to go back. And that's something I told myself. is like, I want. Wanna, even when i cook i want to elevate my level of cooking oh yes me too you know so like, if like i'm making nice a, meals yeah if i'm making a steak you know have some garlic clove or like you know some garlic that's infused into the steak or like yeah I'll do, I, I could cook a good steak you could
0: get steak you um, look a little proud I when you said it it's
1: a good steak but uh just like elevating things right like just elevate yourself in life and that's yeah. why i tell my brother just my brothers and I always refer to my brothers. I'm so proud of my brothers.
0: Aww. Um, and Do you I have, have some sisters as
1: well. Hold on, sis. I'm Dominique, like, hold, hold on. on. <laughs> Dominique and Jazzy. I listen. I love y'all. Uh, but no, I uh, they're both playing sports. And my younger sister, she cheerleads. They both cheerlead. Oh, y'all
0: are like a sports family. Everybody yes. plays sports.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I like um, it. But yeah, luckily I have, I get to tell them all of my, you know, stuff that I get to learn.
0: Right? Yeah, you're the oldest.
1: Yes, yes. Oh,
0: I'm the oldest, too. Yes, really? Yeah, okay. you know, you, you're the oldest. You know how we come.
1: Yes, yeah. You, <laughs> you know got how to. We come well, out. And I feel funny. like those
0: are my kids. My yeah. siblings, they like my kids. Yeah, I feel the same It's funny, because
1: I'll talk to my mom, and I'll be like, you talked to your son today? <laughs> Like, <laughs> right. like, like talking about Justin. Like, I have, I have. Like you, right. I'm
0: like, like you, is, just, like I'm his dad. Yeah. Like, you talk to your son. Today? I'm the same way. I'm <laughs> like, the same way. And sometimes my mom have to be like, look, I'm the mom, okay? Yeah, yeah. This is my baby, you will have to check me. Like, look.
1: Yeah, no, and that's I'll be like,
0: look, I'm still riding for her. Right. That's so funny. So who inspires you?
1: Um, I will say I've had the blessing to have a mentor. Um, <gasps> when I was. I mean, I just found inspirations in many things. Yeah. Um, it's funny, like, I was always that kid that if my team, like if Kobe lost, when they lost, I was inspired, right? Yeah. Like to do, I'm, I'm going to be great because I don't like do this bad. feeling of right. losing. Like, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I find a reason to be motivated about everything. Yeah. But in terms of what really inspired me to have more money, I would say, or to do better for myself, uh, really my, my dad. Okay. Um, my dad really inspired me just to learn. Yeah. Right. He just said, you know, colleague, be a sponge. Um, soak up as much as you can. Let out what you don't. Yeah. Um, have a good time along the way, because you don't know when the ride's going to be over. Yeah. Um, and so that just really inspired me to just get out of my shell in terms of where I came from. You know, coming from Brooklyn, you just I'm oh, I'm from Brooklyn. You know, like it's right. very it's like, like real... you know anybody about to mess with me. You yeah. Like, you know, it's very.
0: I'm you knowing. Know, <laughs> it. You're right. But you got to be very, to
1: you know, there's other sides of people into life so yeah. i had to learn the subtleness and to learn the drive to want more and to just learn like he said learn
0: yeah um
1: learn through mistakes learn through what people call failures i call them lessons
0: right me too um, fail forward, you know, I always fell forward, forward always I fell not wasted no tears no pain exactly and fell often, I fell often i'm not afraid to fail you
1: can't be because no. that's going to lead you to the feeling into the success that you need to have yeah um and so again, not to be like super preachy or nothing. No, like
0: that, I, I love just, this I, this type of stuff. I like to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Obviously.
1: Same here. Um, and just, just that—that's really what inspired me. You know, having a dad and a mom that um, gave up—not gonna say they gave it up—because I always tell them you got to have hobbies. Like when we really get to where we're going, when little bros in the NFL, both of my brothers in the NFL, and I'm, you know, at this level of financial planning that I know I'm, you know, going to be at in mm-hmm. the next, you know, couple of years. I was like, y'all need to have hobbies. Yeah, they what you going to be doing? Yeah, they ain't just sitting at home. Yeah. You know, we, we doing something. Even if it's just playing chess at the house, checkers. We got to do something. Do something. <laughs> y'all been working your whole life. Now it's time to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, so that's another motivation for myself is just to be able to give back to the people who gave up so much for me in the beginning. Yes. To have what I had. You know, my dad drove me to a different district every morning at six o'clock to play football on their team because they had a better football team.
0: Wow. You know? So
1: he was like, listen you're going to do this, we're going to do it, right? Yeah, like we're going to do it right. Yeah, you know, and that led me to getting my scholarship. It led me to meeting some of the you know best friends I have today. Wow. Um, And so now, like I said, I I, I always keep that in, maybe not necessarily in the back of my mind, but it's, it's in my mind. It's in there. I never want to say it's in the back of my mind, but, like, <laughs> it's in my mind to, like, say I'm going to pay it forward to my folks.
0: Yeah, and know, also sure. that level of commitment towards who you would be. That mm-hmm. says a lot.
1: Yes, thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah,
0: that um, says a lot. You mentioned, you. you mentioned mentorship. Mm-hmm. How has that like,
1: Ah, I got away from that. See, I'm, so, I'm glad you no, brought that up. I did have a mentor. <laughs> um, so his name was um, Bruce Stein. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a, a very prominent um, urologist here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, God rest his soul. He passed not long ago, but um, he just taught me that money's relative. Mm. It's very relative.
0: It is. So, who's so that's when I was able
1: to learn when I was valeting at that place. Like, he took he took me courtside at the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Never been courtside anywhere, you know. And he's paraplegic at the time, but mm-hmm. he wanted to show me, like, it don't matter what you're doing, what you got going on in life. Life can change mm-hmm. like that. Um, Money is relative. Because he even told me about his accident and how life changed for him. And it just taught me an appreciation for yeah. everyday life because you don't know it could be a car accident tomorrow that somebody else caused and now you no longer have the same use of your limb or it could be anything yeah. right um so he just mentored me in so many different ways wow um we shared a ton of football stories from when I played at Appalachian State I think that's kind of what led me to meeting some of the mentors is just playing sports and being willing to just talk to people yeah I'm not saying sports are, it makes you like that but like me I was never afraid to talk to somebody because no. often when I went to these camps, you gotta talk to somebody or you gotta get your name out there. And yeah. I'm not six six like my brothers are. Right. So people so come in like, and talk to them, they right, I, I, gotta like, go I gotta go talk. Start the I gotta start the conversation. <laughs> I play quarterback, you know what I'm saying? So they, they like they're not looking at a no six foot quarterback, especially not back then. A the black quarterback, they're like what?
0: Like, no, uh, but I would start this conversation. Exactly. So
1: I had to be well spoken, I had to be driven, I had to, you know, do and a lot a lot of that led to you know, what you know, some of the success I'm having today and I'm just blessed yeah. for that and thankful. I'm um, and grateful yeah. um, to have had some of those things happen early to, you know, lead me to have the drive and to meet a mentor like Bruce Stein and to have him show me that, hey, I made six hundred K in one day. I'm like You made six hundred what?
0: <laughs> today Today? Can I get a thousand? Like, you know, like it's not big it's so Yeah,
1: but like never but also realizing that just because you're around, you never beg. Yeah, no. That's something I never did and it's, cause it drove me, okay. I wanna be like that. I'm not gonna ask him for nothing, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna let him know that I'm t i am brought a notepad. First day I met him, brought a notepad. He said, Yo, are you crazy? I said, Yo, I wanna, <laughs> learn. I wanna like, learn. I'm here I don't to learn. know, like I'm not I, this might be the last time I'm ever getting to talk to somebody in this building because yeah. I was again battling for the first time. I was like, I'm bringing a notepad. Okay. I wanna know yeah, what I he know, talked that's about. Right. You know what I mean? I and remember he was like, this. Yo, colleague. And not to say, you know, success is based on what you put forth on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. You know, somebody can tell you are going to be successful, but if you stop tomorrow, you're not yeah. going to live up to that, right? So he just said, you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to be successful.
0: Yeah. People keep can see you it in you. Like, people keep can see that. Move. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Um, so that's just something I try to, you know, like I said, pay it forward to the younger generation to say, get out of your shell often and early. Mm-hmm. Go learn from somebody who's doing something that you want to do, or they have the level of money that you want to have. And- let that be a lesson to be, like, if you don't want to do it that way or if you do want to do it that way. You don't have to like it. You just learn that it's out there.
0: Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. Exposure, oh my god, exposure changed my whole life. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm from the hood, too. Like, literally, east side of Detroit, I'm from the hood. Yo, hey, hey, hold on. Where the bus at? Where the bus? I (laughs) I ain't got them yet. I I ain't got them yet. (laughs) They're gonna be fully flooded. Yeah. So, but, like, exposure changed my world. Mm -hmm. Like, understand like getting outside of detroit for a long time a lot of people i knew even people in my family have never left detroit they've mm-hmm. never been outside of it don't mm-hmm. realize how big the world is or that things look different than this you Thank know you. or what's possible for you mm-hmm. exposure changed it
1: does everything it really does my yeah.
0: mom took us out of it. i'm like wait what now what yeah what, what is this it you, was, you know
1: yeah And sorry no you're fine i was gonna say to that point i was gonna say my mom said like when she left, she hated it, but she looks back 15, 20 years and she's like, it was the best thing that could happen to her. because mm-hmm. she was just like, I hated not having the access to the train and a bus and to be able to go to Queens and Manhattan. But like, I love the fact that you all had a chance to grow yeah, and to learn and to meet people and to do so because in Brooklyn, it was so fast paced. I was just all over the place. Yeah.
0: I so was, much at your disposal. Yeah,
1: taking trains at eight years old. Right. Like, like where is you, my child? What are you doing? I'm returning on the, in the metro at eight years old. Where are you going? Where you got the money? Where are you going? Where are you going? Got three dollars. That's all I got. Three dollars. I'm, I'm going somewhere. across the city. What where are you going? <laughs> um, but yeah, I um I'm just grateful and thankful um about yeah. the opportunity to now give back to that side of where I come from, that community, I want to give back to Brooklyn. I want to give back to Atlanta. Really, anybody and anywhere um, that I can. Um, something my brother was a part of coming up was called Each One Teach One, mm-hmm. and I love that. Like the concept of it, right? It's like mm-hmm. somebody you meet, teach them something if you can. Like learn something from them too, you know? Yeah. Because you never know how far it can go. Yeah. In terms of you know, its reach in terms of helping somebody.
0: Yeah, you gotta be humble to do that though. Yeah. Um, I feel like. I feel like I adopt that principle subconsciously without thinking about it Mm -hmm. because I'm open to listen. Yes. I'm open to listen. Mm -hmm. I'm not coming in with my ego, trying to make, you know, someone else wrong or whatever. I'm just Mm -hmm. listening. And you'll be surprised what you'll learn and offering what I know after, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And that exchange has always been super powerful, just like I said for us. Mm-hmm. First thing you did was teach me something. Nah, I appreciate Hi, w- this is my name, and taught me something. I appreciate that. All in a moment, you know? I appreciate
1: <laughs> that. Nah, thank you so much. And uh, you taught me that, you know, people are just loving everywhere, right? Like, yeah. it don't matter where you're from. Um, I, like I said, you've always showed me just genuine love and care, just friendship from day one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just been like, yo, like, is this my sister? Like, dang, do I know her? Like, dang, like, yo. That is how I am. Yo, is. I've known you my whole life. Where you been at? Like, you know, and I love that, you know. And I that think is that's, how I am. And, well, and you know, for me, I think that's how you can go, you know, to where you want to go in life. You, yeah. know, you have to be able to go into any room and people feel like they've known you.
0: They've for, known you. It's you know, genuine, too. I just really love is. people. It really is. I really like people. Yes, you know how some does. people be like, I really hate people. I be like, and uh, I believe I them. Believe yeah. But... <laughs> I really love people. I
1: do too.
0: And I've met too. so many genuine souls. Now every soul I come across is not all good, you know. Yeah. But when That's I like, find a good one, I just know gotta, it like. At least instinctively. It. Yeah.
1: Exactly.
0: And just exactly. when I see you, I'm happy to see you. Likewise, right?
1: Likewise, likewise, <laughs>
0: likewise. Oh, I appreciate it so much. So this has yes. been really good. It sounds like I have some stuff to do. Yes. Because we don't think about this like I'm 29. Mm-hmm. I'm about to be 30. I'm There's 29. No way. There's no way. That's but I need to think about mm-hmm. like protecting myself, you know, yes, yes. and my estate.
1: Yes. And asking someone how they get paid. That was something I wanted to touch on too. It's yeah. just to say, how do you get paid? Right. Like mm-hmm. I'll tell you straight up, I get paid for a fee. If mm-hmm. it makes sense, we'll mutually agree upon a fee, mm-hmm. a financial planning fee
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, or with management of your assets. Right. We will only take 0.5 to 1.5 percent of the profits of your assets right mm. so we only get paid when you get paid just like everyone else or everywhere yeah. else that say hey we only get paid if you get paid like that's, attorneys. Just, that's how they sell it right yeah of course or no not the attorneys not the attorneys <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> just the financial planning companies that are asset managers that might say hey We don't make money unless you make money.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: Of course you can't. That's like, that's legal. That's (laughs) That's the legal thing to do, right? Like, you know, that only makes sense. Yeah. Um, Or if it's insurance, Mm. Um, you know, it doesn't matter who we broker the insurance through. So because I work for an independent agency, Mm -hmm. I can broker insurance through 500 different insurance companies. Mm. Um, So whatever makes sense, right? Like, again, it's here for the client. And that's how they can understand is I'm not pushing a product.
0: No, these resources are for you.
1: Pushing the relationship, yeah, exactly. Pushing the relationship and making sure that at the end of the day, if I can't help you, I know somebody who can,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and so that you're in a better position, so that if you do hit the lottery tomorrow, you know who just gave it, well, not to say you would, but like, you know, unbiasedly just say, hey, like, I know that guy do. helped me. Yeah, and, and I he know didn't where have to go to, with right? yeah. Exactly, um, yeah. and I do it just to be able to help, not, to, not with hopes that you're gonna hit the lotto. Yeah,
0: you know but this is taboo, this, this subject of the lottery, because like a lot of people who hit the lottery end up back broke.
1: I have, honestly, I don't know how any athlete or anyone that ever has come into a large sum of money ever goes broke. I understand there's a million things to spend a million dollars on.
0: That's what i say. I I could see how.
1: But in terms of taking a piece of that and putting it into something and making sure you never run out of money again, like, I just don't understand how they don't think about that first. But that's because there's
0: nobody in their ear telling them. And so like this is raising awareness as to what we need to know for when we do have the money. You know, it's just such a strive to get to the money that you don't even know what to do once you get there. Exactly. But now we know.
1: Exactly. Get a planner and uh, make sure you ask questions. Uh, Don't just take my word for it, right? Like if you ever meet me, say, hey, well, what other companies and firms do what you do? Mm -hmm. Um, And if I don't know, if I don't have a few references, you know, go search for yourself, right? To say, hey, I want to know if they do something similar to what he said, right? Yeah. Like just to fact check somebody, you do don't never research. Exactly. Right. You never want to just take someone's word for it. Yeah. Um, make sure that there's longevity in the company and the firm that they're coming, uh, bringing to the table. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you right now my firm's been around since 1886. Oh, wow. There are a lot of people that look like me when I got, or when they started, right? And yeah. So that's what I'll tell people too, is like from our community, our industry is only made up of 3% people of color. Yeah. Maybe 5% now. Yeah. Um, but with 3% when I started, and that's crazy to think. Like 97% of the financial planning world is not like, black. that means that exactly, well, not even just black, people of color just in Period. general. Yeah. So that just shows you how far, like this information is so spread thin. Yeah. Um, and that's part of the, another motivation that I have, just to be able to get in here, help people, and let them know like, hey, not many people who look like me are even trying to talk to people like you because yeah. they realize they're, they're 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 trying to talk to the the white collar people every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's really it's so it's tough. a
0: need for you because there is a disconnect because you know what people do business with people they like.
1: Yes, like people trust do. and respect.
0: Yeah, it's just what it is. You know, mm-hmm. it is, it's is no bias. It's just you know even for me, all my physicians are black.
1: I love that. Every
0: every provider I have, I love that. They're gonna be black. It. Yes, I love it. That. Just, for for. They understand. Mm-hmm. They understand where I'm coming from. We speak the same language, mm-hmm. and it's the same business. Yep. But I understand it, and it's just what it is. So we need more representation in the finance world. Yes,
1: yes. For I'm, sure. And I'm happy to help anyone and everyone that's interested in just asking questions. Um, you can definitely connect with myself. Um, I'm happy to Absolutely. You know,
0: where can Where can they find you?
1: Uh, on LinkedIn, for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. LinkedIn backslash Kalik Barnes, K-A-L-I-K. Uh, b a r n e s, or you yep. can just shoot me an email if that's easier. Uh, K Barnes at capstonefn.com. com. So that's K b a r n e s um, at CapstoneFN Frank and <laughs> uh, I don't know why I always say Frank and Nancy. Okay, I got but you. A, uh, but yeah. I'm gonna
0: put that in the description below um, where they can find you on LinkedIn. Okay. Your email address because you obviously are doing good work. And you have thank a you. lot of gems to give. Thank you. And I appreciate you stopping by. It was a thank pleasure. You. Yes, thank you.
1: I appreciate thank that. You thank you so you. much. <laughs>
0: thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, guys, we're going to be here each and every Monday. Make sure you hit like, hit subscribe, hit share, because every Monday we're coming dropping jewels. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. And I'll see you next time. Thank you.